and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicas.com. My name is Abhishek. 30 under 30 is among the most exciting cover packages where Forbes India's authors uh, look at folks below the age of 30 who've made extraordinary contributions uh, in their respective fields, be it sports, music, fashion, art, finance, business, science, and many more. Joining me on the call to talk about this package are Forbes India's Ruchika Shah and Kathakili Chanda. Good morning, both of you. Good morning, Abhishek. Abhishek. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Well, just about afternoon now that we are recording this. And this one is particularly a special one because almost everyone on the list would have had to pull something new out of the hat just to survive. And uh, uh, many of them have thrived, changed their business models, given that we are living in uh, unprecedented times. So was it, uh, Ruchika, to start with you, was it easy or difficult to spot talent during these times? I don't think we ever had a doubt in the team that because it's pandemic times, we might get fewer nominations. Our nomination list was full. We were getting, I think even in the last week, we kept it open for two months. Mm-hmm. And even in the last week, we had many, many requests to you know keep it open just a little longer while people can fill up the form. So we had enough and more nominations. And this year, again, it was as challenging to say pick one person over the other. Yeah, so it was as challenging, as exciting as every year, even during the pandemic. But at the same time, I think that we should also, we also have to acknowledge that the pandemic probably put a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs' plans on hold. Many people would have had to stick to their nine to five jobs for a little while longer. So this year's 30 under 30, we just hope that the list uh, seeks to inspire everyone to chase their dream whenever they can pick it up. That's our message to everyone. And those who had faith in what they were doing, continuing on their journeys, many of them changed the way they were doing things just to adapt and found that, hey, this new way of working is actually getting us a better business, more followers online, or just that that break just turned out to be good. If you could come up with a couple of examples. Uh, So yeah, there's a startup called Class Plus. What they have done, the founders are both 29, Mukul Rustagi and Haswat Agarwal. They actually started their company to digitize local coaching centers with a twist. They also always wanted to keep the local uh, teachers relevant. So they won't only digitize learning and make online learning possible, but would also give a platform to the local teachers to continue teaching on their platform. What they did during the pandemic, they launched a Class Plus Lite app to make it easier for students to learn when schools remain shut during COVID. And uh, in a few months, they can now boast of 500,000 users. Right. On the cover, uh, you have chosen to put uh, the exciting young cricketer Shubman Gill, who burst onto the international stage with uh, his recent performances in Australia. And Kathakali, if I could bring you in, uh, you've watched the series, uh, yeah. setting your alarm at uh, six o'clock is what you just said before we started recording. Yeah. The decision might have been easy. He's 21. They don't come that early Indian opening batsman mm-hmm. and uh, right. scored when... Uh, the team needed it because almost 60% of our team was uh, hobbled. Why Gil and uh, how was the experience of speaking with the young man when you interviewed him? So in the sports category, Shubman was the unanimous choice for our experts, uh, Vijay Lokapalli and Mona Parthisarathy, both Mm -hmm. sports journalists. And around the time we were discussing the cover possibilities, the India-Australia series was drawing to a close. 
and the way shubman performed there tilted the scales conclusively in his favor for instance he might have missed a test century by nine runs in the final innings in brisbane but the glimpses of his talent that were evident from the matches convinced us enough about putting him on cover we got an opportunity to speak to him to have a quick chat with him you know about the series and about his goals mm. ahead and from what appeared uh, to me it was that he's a chap who's clearly sorted in his head right from the time he was selected in the under 19 team in 2016 mm-hmm. he had set out certain goals for him so from under 19 he knew that he had to perform in the under 19 world cup where he eventually became the man of the series right. from there on he knew he had to have a good domestic season and if he got these things right he would make mm. it to the indian team that's exactly how it happened and when he did eventually make make it to the indian test team he made it count and i think it's it's not how many he scored but the way he scored them and that's what left most of the commentators baffled 45 35 not out in melbourne even the 50 at sydney only in his second match and 31 in the second innings so th- there was some amount of consistency at a time when the team was in turmoil in the, in the story that i've written you know you'll probably see that um, making hmm. a debut right after the indian team was bundled out for 36 is is never going to be easy i mean so shubman right. tells me that right after the 36 all out debacle he saw a newspaper headline and a news item that read that uh, the great adelaide collapse he kept telling himself that you know india is a batting powerhouse this is not how the series should be defined for india so i have to do something in right. order to change how the seri- series is being perceived now and the entire thing charged him up so much that when he came to bat out the next morning that was what was playing on his mind of course he was nervous he had to take a sleeping pill the night before but his target was to change the way the series was being perceived by people it was it wasn't going to be the great adelaide collapse mm. but it it was going to be the great comeback by the indian team i'm sure he would have also picked up the paper where i think it was some australian journalist who wrote about uh, shubman's grace of a ballroom dancer and a panache of a soldier with a bayonet or some or some such right and you also continue to write in another piece kathakali uh, uh, yes. that uh, there is uh, sumit nagal the yes. who's currently in australia for the australian open where he says you can't fight a situation that is not in your control is that the sense of acceptance across in that article my idea was to speak to a lot of under 30 or mm. around 30 entrepreneurs performers sports persons to see that how the loss of a year you know if right. i may say so how they dealt with that and uh, i was pleasantly surprised to see that they were almost unanimous about the fact that it's not a loss of a year it's a learning experience you know right. this gave us an opportunity to to innovate to to understand uh, you know where uh, we were going wrong to reimagine ourselves to regroup ourselves and and we are all set sumit right. nagal for instance started off with a bit of an injury during the australian open in 2020 mm-hmm. but through this period he set himself up for greater glory he practiced on his weak points you know and he kept himself mentally charged because he knew that you know the more we fight with a negative situation we pull ourselves into a spiral of negativity there's no getting out from there indeed and let's talk about uh, some of the highlights uh, ruchika if if you could uh, chime in in terms of what what are some of the names that uh, uh, you can think of at the top of your head 
Yes, you spoke about highlights. Uh, I'll just tell you, you know, what's new, what's changed, sure. uh, what stands out for us this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have two new categories this year. We thought that with everything that's going on during coronavirus and the lockdowns, mm-hmm. education is one category that was really important, uh, very relevant in 2020-2021. Clean energy and climate change is another one that this is one category. While we had an aspect of clean energy as a part of industry and manufacturing, we thought Mm -hmm. it was now important to give it its own category out of the 30 winners this year almost half of the list is made up of women there are 11 standalone women entrepreneurs and professional winners while the others are you know along with their co-founders we brought back the music category which uh, we were not doing in the last couple of years but we thought there's just so much happening in the indie music Mm. scene in the country so we brought back that category In clean energy and climate change, we actually have two twin sisters, Nikita Mm -hmm. and Nishita. They are the co-founders, CEO and COO of Nexus Power. What they are doing is really interesting. Their aim is to build an electric vehicle future in India Mm -hmm. that looks beyond lithium-ion batteries. So while right now, when you think electric vehicles, you think lithium-ion batteries, but lithium-ion is extremely costly. You mostly have to import because India doesn't have lithium-ion and reserves mm-hmm. and uh, it is also very toxic so when you retire the batteries it's toxic for the environment mm-hmm. what they are doing is they are creating fast charging batteries that are, that are biodegradable and the most interesting part is that they are making it out of crop residue They have tied up with farmers in North India. So, you know, stubble burning and smog is a huge problem in North India. What they've done is that they have uh, tied up with farmers. They buy their crop residue and, uh, you know, leaves. And so farmers get an additional income post-harvest also for their uh, residue. And what these girls are doing is that they are turning those batteries by using a method of biomimicry singling out a protein from crop residue to build fast charging EV batteries. They are the winners in our climate change uh, Mm -hmm. and clean energy category. And you spoke about, you brought music in. And even if we talk about art, culture, uh, there are names like uh, Ashish Chanchalani, who is uh, the second most subscribed YouTuber. Very few people have a knack of making viral videos and he's made a profession out of his hobby. Yeah, so Ashish Chantrani is a well-known name in the social media content creators, YouTubers space. He has big dreams. He wants to uh, open his own production house one day and he thinks Indian film can be as well critiqued and uh, accept you know the fame right. of korean films like how we perceive korean cinema mm-hmm. and another well-known name is ritwiz i think everybody will know who right. ritwiz is of Urgai fame so yeah i mean you can pick up the magazine for more winners yes i think uh, uh, that's just about enough uh, of uh, you know trailer so to speak for our listeners uh, and uh, urging all of you to pick this one up something to be read over a long weekend or through the week Uh, And it's not pegged to any news. So on that note, uh, Ruchika and uh, Kathakili, thank you very much for your time on this podcast. Thank you, Abhishek. Thank you. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on uh, ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and any of your favorite podcasting uh, applications. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, just message Forbes to 51818. And also look for other podcasts from uh, Forbes India. There's one called Teenpreneur, an interview series with young entrepreneurs and We also have from the bookshelf of Forbes India, conversations about business, economics and books. 